Welcome to Reddit on Reddit, the internet's auditory version of Reddit. I'm Nelson Ellingham, joined by Michael Campbell. What day do you call this, Nelson? It's a Thursday. What are you going to do about it? Stop crying. Stop <laughs> crying like a baby. You, you, you whingy baby crier. I'm just saying, Nelson, people don't like podcasts that are tardy. Yeah, well, I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> You're just doubling down on that attitude. Yeah, I mean... I know, I don't care. Yeah, no, off the bat, just uh, a slight apology for mm. being uh, a couple of days late. No, nope, screw you. It couldn't have been helped. Hey, listener, screw you. Wow. From me to you, don't care. Well, there's two, you've got two reactions here. Yep. Nelson is very flippant about you being a listener, mm. but I adore you. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, a win-win, uh, I, really. <laughs> you're, getting the, you're, getting, you're getting the best of both ways. Because <laughs> you, you were getting the love from me. And, yep. I, and I want you to come back, and I apologize mm. for being late. But mm. you do treat them mean to keep them keen. Yeah. So they do want to win your approval. That's right. Yeah. And there's some people out there that'll be like, oh, it's probably, Camp is probably phony, you know, in his <laughs> apology. No. And I'm being just, you know, you're, blatantly. You're, you're being genuine. Yeah, genuine. So <laughs> we've covered all bases. Yeah, that's good. That's good to know. Gambit. Yeah. We saw we saw Captain Marvel last night. Yeah. And it's very much pretty much one of one of the three reasons in which we didn't do this yeah. um I, I, earlier yeah. we should let the listeners know monday and tuesday legitimately we couldn't do yeah but last night we did want to go see Le- captain marvel. <laughs> last night we definitely could have <laughs> but captain marvel yeah so. we wanted to see it at six thirty. that was a convenient time for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's right <laughs> we didn't have any obligation to anyone yeah. else yeah. really is what we thought in our heads um but I just, I guess I just thought I'd say it's a good movie. It is a good movie, isn't it? Yeah. yeah it's pretty good. I, I, it's it's gratifying to see. Uh, we I, won't I, spoil anything, by no, the way, no. in case you're worried that we will. Because it, it, it released today. So that would be a real dick move to be like, <laughs> well, you haven't seen it? Yeah. Day of release? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's not like Sixth Sense. You can. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it's gratifying to know because I've been a, a long-term fan of uh, Captain Marvel. In fact, it's been the pop vinyl on my bedside table for many years now with little Carol Danvers. Yeah. Uh, to see that they didn't completely screw it up. And yeah. then you don't have to explain to people, mm. oh, it's normally better. It's, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel like that is people that enjoy Green Lantern, which is a, a pretty yeah. good character. Yeah, yeah. Forever have to be like, I like Green Lantern. I know, I know, the yeah. movie sucks. Or most DC yeah. films, really, <laughs> yeah. at this stage. The Flash can the be Flash, good. I know, he can be. Just think about it, but better, but way way better so it's just nice that the movie is good and now yeah. i have to be like yeah yeah comic's good too i don't have to yeah. I, you you're just on board now yeah um also mm-hmm. uh listeners just just preempting something yeah next month uh the avengers comes out yeah. avengers end game if there is a time in which we can watch the film that will interrupt <laughs> the recording of this podcast We'll be, you know where we'll be. Okay, well, we won't even have to explain it. This you look at your diary and it'll say Avengers Endgame comes out. Mm-hmm. Also underneath that, Reddit podcast comes out. <laughs> Just you know what's going to happen. Yeah, okay, yeah. 
So this is something I said to you last night because they, they, they played the trailer. Hold me closer? Before Captain Marvel. Yeah. Uh, just prior to that. Okay. I said, because that releases on 24th of April, I said. Uh, uh, yeah. So 25th of April rolls around. Obviously, we've seen it opening night. Yeah. What do we do? Like, that's <laughs> that's mm. it. That's what we've been waiting for. After that, we're just done. Yeah. This this podcast is over, for this, sure. This podcast no, is done. No, no point. I think I'm just going to lie on the ground <laughs> and just do nothing. Yeah. I forever. Just lie there. In, until, just... until they can announce a movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is such that will get me out of my stupor. Yeah. I'm just going to lie there. Do you, I think they would be morally obligated at the, <laughs> at the end of Avengers. The very, you know, they have the end of end of uh, credits uh, yeah. sequence. Yeah. That it just like alludes to a completely new crazy movie plot twist that's going to happen. Yeah. That like, and it can't just be an additional moment because we know that they're, they're still like yeah, carrying the, it yeah, on anyway. Spider-Man but it needs to be like Avengers equivalent, only better. Like, oh, we're going to do Marvel versus DC next. Yeah. You know, something you, you, just to keep us going. You know what I? Th- they 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 should do that or either that or. At the end, just have a phone number you can call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you, can just, I, you can just cry what, into the receiver. <laughs> what do I wait for now? Yeah. <laughs> or I, I don't think this will happen at the end of Endgame, but I think this will happen, you know, in the next few months because Disney just brought Fox. Mm-hmm. I think once the dust settles, no, no pun intended, uh, they'll be like, X-Men are coming. And it'll oh. be X-Men versus Avengers. Yeah. 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 See, that, that's happening. That would, make me, that would make me stand up <laughs> yeah. and go, I'm back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can finally get up, off, get up off the ground. That's good. Something to live for, finally. Um, that's true. But uh, yeah, we're, we're incredibly hyped for the Avengers. Yes. Um, and hopefully you are too, listener. Yeah. But that's not what you're here for. No. At all. You're here for Reddit. Good old Reddit. That's reliable. Unlike uh, movies. Is it reliable? Mm. Some weeks. No. Yeah, some weeks. <laughs> some weeks it's the worst. Yeah. Like, can be maybe this first one. Oh. <laughs> um, okay, so just the the first one, it was in Ask Reddit, right? Yeah. But I'm not going to... We don't need to answer the question. Okay. Oh, you've ruined it. You've ruined it. Now you have to answer the question. Oh, damn it. Uh, okay, so this was by Shiv, Shivers877. Okay. And they said, which conspiracy theory is so believable that it might be true? Oh, numbers on the toaster. Pretty. (laughs) Well, (laughs) we we pull it wide open. We we all know about (laughs) that one. Um, But I mean, look, I just, I'm just going to read it again. Yeah. Okay. It's not going to change. Okay. I just want to make you and the listeners understand Mm. that it's what it's asking for. So you're about to read it again? Which conspiracy theory is so believable that it might be true? It's so believable it might be true, Kemba. Mm. Okay? So we're not talking about the crazy ones. Right. Right? Moon landing faked. Mm. That's too crazy. Loch Ness Monster. Loch Ness Monster. Too crazy. Mm. Princess Diana's death was planned. Too... What? Just nah, that one's real. Out of the realm that of... That one is real. Yeah. Because if you're going to kill the princess die and you mm. want her to definitely die, yep. car crash. It kills everyone all the time. That's no true. No one's ever survived a car crash. You That's know what? That's a foolproof way to do That's it. That's true. I didn't think about that. Um, 
And they knew she wouldn't be wearing a seatbelt. <laughs> yeah. They knew that. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, should I... Okay, I'll leave this up to you, Kevin. Should I call this person out? Because I do have the username. Uh, yeah. Uh, if there's ever a chance to call someone out... Okay. we, we got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> We're obligated. Yeah. Uh, okay, this is by Javid, Sand, Javid Sanders 44. Okay. I mean, he could be trolling. Mm-hmm. Or she, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, okay. My conspiracy theory... Facebook purposefully attempts to ruin people's relationships because the drama gets more views and more views sells m- sell more ads. Several years ago, they introduced a feature so that your comments on other pages would show up in your friends' feeds. So if you're secretly an atheist and you comment on some atheist page, it shows up in your devout Southern Baptist Grandma Muriel's timeline, even though it's a conversation that has nothing to do with her and there's no reason for it to be. As a result, Facebook outs you to your family and grandma is typing away at all the evil Satanists trying to corrupt her grandson. And if you comment on a public post, it's unavoidable. You used to be able to control who could see your comments, even on public posts by other pages. But at the same time, Facebook introduced their tattletale feature. They took that ability away. Now, if they were to stumble across the same page they'd be able to see your comment but after that change facebook started pointing everybody you know directly to it not to mention the privacy settings are difficult to find difficult to understand with each passing year gives you less and less control over who sees what by forcibly combining everybody's social circles facebook is trying to generate conflict (laughs) they want to generate conflict because the conflict happens on facebook which means people logging onto Facebook more often and seeing more ads. They're essentially an internet tabloid, except instead of showcasing the personal drama of celebrities for clicks and sales, they're doing, fine, it to, they're doing it to you instead. Ever notice how the vast majority of family <laughs> drama, going. relationship fights, etc. these days happen on Facebook? <laughs> That's by design. Facebook is literally destroying the social fabric to make a buck, consuming relationship stability like it's an oil refinery consuming crude. <laughs> right. <clears throat> what the um, absolute... Uh, that is like so, just the dumbest thing. Could you imagine the person who's... In, you're in like a Facebook boardroom meeting. Yeah. Mark's there, obviously. Yeah, obviously. And some guy's like, hey, how about we destroy relationships? (laughs) How about we have this idea where you just fuck up all your relationships you've made through Facebook? Because then everybody will keep coming back to Facebook. Then somebody's like, won't that stop people from going to Facebook? And they were like, no, because it causes drama. (laughs) Don't you get it? And 100% of people around the world love drama. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. They love drama that involves them specifically. There are two rock-solid facts that can't be denied. One, everyone ever in a car crash dies. (laughs) And two, everyone in the world, no matter who... Loves drama. They love drama, uh, and so they love they love that it happens to their friends and family, and they want to see that. They want to see their relationships around them crumble. Here is a phrase that we don't get to say that much on this show. Yeah. so I'm excited to say. Okay, it. I'm somewhat qualified to answer this. <laughs> okay, yeah, all right. Uh, That's good. Because in case people are new listeners, or, or you know, you've only listened to a few, um, I work in social media. Yeah, yeah. So you are Mark Zuckerberg. 
Nelson, no, shut you up. were meant to keep that secret. <laughs> I uh, so, um, where where shall I begin? Um, <laughs> there's a lot to break down. Yeah. Okay. Let's start with. Uh, yeah, they introduced the feature that people could see what people are commenting on and stuff like that. Yeah. And maybe when they first launched it, there was no refinery of it. Mm-hmm. But in fact, and Facebook, look, I don't, I don't want to break anyone's brains. Facebook do want you to stay on Facebook for as long <laughs> yeah, as possible. Yeah, that's right. That is true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but what Facebook actually do is they refine your newsfeed specifically to only show you things that you like. Yeah. Because they know that will keep you on there longer. And in that is generally, especially in like the 2016 election, is what led to people living in echo chambers. Yeah. Because if you had a certain political view mm. and other people on your Facebook had a different political view, generally Facebook blocked most of that out. Yeah. And you would only hear the things that you mm. wanted to hear that related to you and they would only hear the things they wanted to hear that related to them. And it would be better yeah. if you did see things from yeah. absolutely everybody. But obviously that is bad. But that would business. cause conflict. That would actually cause drama. Yeah. Seriously, it would. If you weren't in your like own bubble and you could just see everybody's stupid ideas and conspiracy theories... <laughs> You would like comment and talk about how crazy that that would cause so much more conflict and drama yeah. on Facebook. And Twitter's very much the same. Mm. I think I was sort of mentioning the other week how I listened listen to one of the like founders of uh, Twitter and he said one of the biggest problems is that we've kind of developed this platform to just be an echo chamber yeah. and uh, you only hear from the people in your sort of social circles and it, and it's a big problem. So the other thing this person mentioned is that well, there's no way to monitor who can see your stuff. Um, there is. Yeah. You can you can set whatever you would like. Mm. You just have to click the settings cog that no one has ever clicked in yeah. their life <laughs> yeah, that's to right. do it. You can also stop Facebook taking your data for ads. Yeah, yeah. Which is how they make their money. But you can stop that if you really want. Yeah. It just means you get worse ads. Well, they still, yeah, they still advertise to you yeah. anyway. But, but they're not mining not your Facebook data and, to do it. Yeah, yeah. So, it, like, they might get, you know, we might get uh, ads for, like, diapers and stuff, even though we don't have a kit. Like, they just won't target yeah. very well at you. Mm. Thirdly, uh, his point was, like, you just see everybody's. Mm. You no, you don't. Yeah. I mean, very specifically, you have to be following someone to see their stuff. Yeah. So if you don't want to see your nan's things or your nan to see your things, yeah, you just hit unfollow. It's the unfollow thing, you yeah. You're still friends. Yeah, exactly. Your nan won't be upset because, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, you've defriended her. But I think, um, yeah, <laughs> a, a like sort of going back to initially what you were saying in terms of uh, Facebook, uh, sort of provides an echo chamber for your beliefs and whatnot. And if you are an atheist and your grandma is a devout uh, Christian, yeah. and the reason why she might have seen that is because perhaps she hasn't built up a big enough profile on yep. Facebook yet. Yep. Um, and sure, like, okay, that means that, yes, in that instance, that might happen because Facebook says, well, yeah. her interest is you as a grandson, but... Uh, you know, we don't know about her other beliefs uh, yet. She yeah, has, she hasn't interacted with enough things. But so in a way, it's your grandma's it, fault. It's your bloody grandma's fault. But if she, you know, liked a bunch of religious pages, I guess, mm-hmm. then you know, it would less, far less likely show you a comment yeah. your grandson made on an atheist page. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I just think it's so 
Like this is not even close to believable no. <laughs> that that Facebook is causing drama. Here's one slightly more believable to yep. do with the same company. Mm-hmm. There's many people that believe that Facebook can access the microphone on people's phones mm. and they That's can, far more and, believable. And they can listen to people and that is why if I am talking to you, like we've talked a little bit, I've mentioned diapers and now I've mentioned it a second time. Yeah. I might get an ad for diapers now. Yeah. Yeah. And that people have seen that happen a lot. They've mentioned something in conversation, mm. not, they haven't Googled it on their phone, but yeah. they've got an ad for it. Uh, and Facebook says that that's that weird thing. Like you get a car and then you start seeing that car everywhere. Kind yeah. Of thing. Like it's just one of those. They're always there. You're just hyper yeah. aware of them. That's what they say. But other people are saying, well, you know, it's not unbelievable. Companies have mm. accessed microphones before. Yeah, so that's that right. is a far more believable also, conspiracy theory than the one this person was stating. And there's also the thing that, in general, if you... Um, the apps that do listen to your conversations or have in the past, yeah. um, they will say it in their terms and conditions. Yeah. I don't think there's been one app that hasn't Said. Said that. Yeah, we'll listen to And you. then people will, like, complain about it afterwards. And they're like, well, I yeah. mean, we said we were listen, Like, you know, we're using your audio and stuff. And, and so I, I, it's like, yeah, sure. But you could just not have the app if you don't want to have this. Like, I, it, like, didn't uh, Snapchat do it? I don't know if Snapchat still I does it. But WhatsApp. I think uh, I think WhatsApp, WhatsApp maybe got caught right? listening to people through microphones. or it, Yeah, it was definitely one know. of the... It the, was something like that. Yeah. I thought WhatsApp was meant to be very privacy oriented so oh, i'd be surprised but yeah. maybe maybe it was but um yeah it's like i, I don't know i just find that uh interesting mm. yeah but but it's uh th- that is a much more believable conspiracy yeah. theory anyway and, and the idea that um that people can access your webcam on your computer mm. um I mean, you might think it sounds crazy, but you know who has their webcam blocked is Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, yeah. And also, we deal with like agencies that do like uh, tr- online tracking, and they they create ad groups and target people for ads and whatnot. They also all have their cameras blocked. On yeah, their yeah. So that one looks like yeah. it has way more water to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that one's totally legitimate. Yeah. I've seen, uh, I've I've like heard stories, especially on Reddit. I feel like it comes up occasionally where there'll be an IT person and they're like. Cover your webcam. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's much more easier to get into than you than you might think. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Hambo and listeners, I don't, you decide. Yeah. You do, we we don't want to sway you in one direction or the other. No. Is this a legitimate conspiracy theory? Yeah. Is it believable? Mm. Mm. If you agree, stop listening. <laughs> just, I, I, I just don't. I just don't want you. <laughs> I, I do want you, so I'm doing that thing. Oh, okay. Through, that's yeah. good. That's good. Um, but he could have been trolling as well, though, right? I know. I think there are people that just... Um, that he re- just inherently hates Facebook. Yeah. So he comes up with something crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's probably... Yeah, that's, that's what it reeks of. Yep. All right, Campbell. Let's get into Ask Reddit. Ask Reddit. We were kind of already there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Smooth transition then. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, the I've got a few actually, and I didn't think about this before the show. Uh, okay. <laughs> this is fine. Are you okay? I just I had many. Normally before the show, I'm like, okay, I'm more likely to do this one. Right. I you're, just you're, you're I just kind forgot. of like mentally prepared. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, 
This is by jblaze908. <laughs> what is it that you hate the most about the city or town that you live in? Well, is that very exclusive of people? We've talked about this many times. Oh, my God. It's, no, I'm not, joking. It's not, <laughs> it's not Federation Square. <laughs> no, I'm joking. We have an email about that later. <laughs> Good. Uh, oh, yeah, we do too. <laughs> um, what is it they hate about the... Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I can complain about things, but yeah. is it going to mean anything to people that listen outside? Yeah, trucks get stuck under underneath the Montagu Street Bridge all the time. <laughs> that means nothing to most people. Is that the way? No, that is the dumbest thing. I would like to enlighten any listeners okay. who don't know all about right, this. Right, 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 right. There is a bridge, <laughs> right? And it's got a height limit. Mm-hmm. It says the height limit. In mm-hmm. fact, I think even before and after, it's got these little things that hang down. Yeah. So that if like your truck hits them, it's like very obvious that you're, you're too tall. You're, you're too tall. You're not going to make this bridge. Yeah. And I reckon like every two months, mm-hmm. another tr- there's another photo on Facebook yep. or in the news or something about some effing idiot that's gone under and like smacked, and the, the whole top of his like um, well, truck the, the, is the, damaged. The, the trucks get stuck. Well, they get stuck, but I see there's some as well that just like totally like they're three feet too high. Which is like ridiculously way too high, yeah. and they just like it, it, I've seen ones where like the trailer part of the truck has come off because they've <laughs> just hit it so far. Like what it is? Why isn't there? And or aren't all truck drivers being like, "Oh, remember that bridge? All the truck drivers get yeah. stuck under." I better not bloody go under that one. So here's the thing: this is what in Melbourne. This is what a thing it is. Yeah. There's a website called How Many Days Since the Montague Street Bridge Has Been Hit dot com. Yeah, okay. It, it, it yeah. is exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. It'll show you a photo of the last vehicle <laughs> that has hit the Montague Street Bridge. Yeah. How many days it's been? How many days do you think it's been, Nelson? I think I saw one not that long ago. So I'm going to say like maybe 20 days ago. 24. Uh, yeah, I guess close. pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's just so dumb. Oh my God. Um, On the 11th of February, 2019. It was a camper van, and there's a there's a little photo of it. Just, oh, it's just so dumb. <laughs> so, if for those outside of Melbourne that want more context, what we talk, go to how many days since the Montague Street Bridge has been hit. <laughs> dot com, yep. or just Google Mont- Montague Street Bridge because it's the first thing that comes up. Yeah, uh, and yeah, it's this ongoing thing that people just constantly get caught under this bridge. It's so dumb. And you know what? It's the thing I hate most about this city. <laughs> Not the bridge. It's the idiots that live in here <laughs> that drive under the bridge. Like like Melbourne, I would say, is kind of a wanky, arty city. Like, yeah. you know, you got little laneway cafes and avocado and everything and whatever. <laughs> and, and avocado. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and that can be... Yeah, you know, a little bit grating at times. Just sometimes it disappears up its own asshole. That's true. But yeah, yeah. it's not as annoying as knowing that another truck driver <laughs> got their truck stuck under the Montague Street Bridge. It's so Street annoying. Bridge. It's so annoying. <laughs> that and uh, we have trams in this city. Um, oh, trams are the that, worst. That, uh, yeah, like they drive on the because some cities like uh, San Francisco is a good example. They also have trams on yeah. the streets. Trolleys, they call them. Trolleys, Pff, weirdos. I know. Um, yeah, and so like they're on main roads. In fact, we live on a pretty main road in Melbourne, and there's mm-hmm. a tram that goes straight down the middle of it. Yep. Getting caught behind one of those is a such nightmare. a son of a. To me, I don't know why anybody thought that trams were a good idea. Unless it was the 30s and everyone was depressed. Nelson, give <laughs> okay. them a break. <laughs> they're like, you know what will make us happier? A tram. <laughs> and then somebody was like, "What's a tram?" And then somebody had to explain it, yeah. and then they and, made it. And back then, not everyone had a car. 
Yeah, so it wasn't true. such a big yeah, deal. Yeah. I mean, no, it's just like, but obviously, I see the importance in um, public transport. Yeah. But it just kills me because the tram's just in the middle of the road. Yeah. And you can only pass it basically when it's stopped. And you might be able to sneak around it. Yeah. But there's also like cars parked on the yeah. side of the road. So you can't always do that. Here's and it's just like like a bus. It goes down the road and then it pulls over to the side so everybody can go down. It just makes so much more yeah. sense. So in here's the here's what you don't want to be. Is the car directly behind a tram. Oh, because there's nice. always two lanes, right? And yeah. the tram is in the middle most lane. Yeah. And then the other lane is just full of people zipping past the tram because they don't want to get caught behind you. Yeah, yeah. So if you're the last car behind a tram, <laughs> yeah, no yeah. one is ever letting you yeah, into yeah. the other lane. Exactly. Because <laughs> then they miss their chance to pass the tram. Yeah. You have to try and like, you basically have to risk your life. Yeah, you have to, to drive get into that other lane. Also, because the tram's always in the middle, so when it stops, there's a law, right, that um, all the cars have to stop when it stops or, or it's even slowing down and puts on its, like, indicator, right? But there's a lot of people who don't drive around trams. It's not, like, everywhere over Melbourne. So yeah. if you, like, live in the more outer suburbs, you're not used to it. Yeah. In fact, I was in the car with somebody one time, uh, me and a friend and this uh, uh, girl was driving and, and we... She was in the left lane mm-hmm. and the tram had stopped and the tram was like maybe a hundred meters ahead of us and she wasn't braking. And me and my friend <laughs> were kind of like, we were just in mid conversation mm-hmm. talking about something. And at the same time, we both realized that she wasn't going to stop. She was just going to keep going. And we were like, oh my gosh, stop. And then she like slammed on her brakes and screeched. And I kid you not, like at the exact right timing, somebody mm-hmm. had come out that if she hadn't stopped, like I would have been part of a murder, basically. <laughs> and it was, it was so scary. So it's like incredibly unsafe. And they talk about how a lot of people get hit and stuff, mm-hmm. like, by uh, cars yeah. so it's just it's a dumb mode yeah. of transport there was also do you remember there was kind of a confusing advertising campaign around trams a mm. few years ago with like guys trams are as heavy as six rhinoceros I know and, and, and I'm like that doesn't help me contextualize <laughs> Yeah, anything. I I've never seen a rhinoceros <laughs> except on TV. I don't I get me wrong. <laughs> I imagine they're heavy, yeah, but yeah. I have no idea how heavy. That's right. It was such a weird comparison. Yeah, yeah it was like, oh, I don't really want to get odd. hit by a rhinoceros. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I don't want to get hit by a tram either. Yeah. Like, uh, I always know. thought a tram was pretty heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah um, that was odd. Yeah. Anyway, um, there you go. That's two very Melbourne-specific things. The Montague people Street get Bridge. Trams. The Montague Street Bridge. You literally won't get anywhere else. The uh, trams. You'll only get in like select cities. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've got another one for you, Camber. Okay. This is by Sopa One Two Three. You and your neighbour are constantly annoying each other. You have discovered an ant that obeys your every command and cannot die. Using your ant, how do you subtly irritate your neighbor to no end? Okay. Uh, oh, this is a good. This is a good one. Mm. Okay. So, and it's subtly as well. So you can't just have the ant like bite him in the eyeball or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I because ants are quite strong, right? They can lift. It's like ten well, times their own yeah. weight. Would that, I mean it's still not much? Do, no, but do you think <laughs> that would be enough for a scrabble piece? So you can ant could mm. lift a oh yeah yeah because I that, that would I would face. get the ant to spell out things in his 
like the guy would just come home and just say prick. <laughs> and you're like, oh, what? what? Yeah, yeah, okay. Because he's like, but, but, how, 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 my door's been locked. Right. Okay, how would he have good. got in here? Yeah, it's like, very important. Just walking through that door. <laughs> you know yeah, okay. It's. It's a very important part that the ant does do it inside. Otherwise, yeah, your neighbor yeah, yeah. might be like, uh, did you just come over yeah. to my f- front yard? And-, and, and I want it like on his pillow, like like as he's okay. going to bed. Yeah, yeah. It just says dickhead. <laughs> okay. So he's kind of scared, but it's like more annoyed because it's not, you're not like threatening no, to kill him. No, it's insulting. But it, it's just insulting. But at the same time, he's like, how are they getting yeah, in? Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is a problem. Because I think that would play some psychological games. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty... That's actually probably better than anything I was thinking <laughs> Were you going to do so bite on the eyeball? Yes, yeah, it was bite on the eyeball. <laughs> that would be pretty annoying. Um, no, Because it's just I, one ant, right? Yeah, that's all you control? Yeah, it's just yeah. one ant. Yeah, that's like perfect. You yeah. just... Really, I mean, maybe then... Okay, in terms of lifting stuff. Like if you could um, get the ant to... Like move keys, you know. Depends okay, how many yeah, yeah. keys they've got on their key yeah, ring. Yeah, yeah. Just put, and I wouldn't even. I think to the same degree, I wouldn't like get the ant to move it really far away or even try to hide them. They would just be sl- like a few meters off where they put them. Yeah, just enough to be like, am I going a little bit insane? <laughs> I don't know. You know, I want my neighbor to think they're going insane. Right. Yeah. Is my point. Um, but initially, my thought was. I would just like the ant to sort of sit in wait in any sort of like food packaging, <laughs> right? And as soon as they go to grab it out, the ant just crawls out. Yeah. But just every time <laughs> for every, like the ant is aware of what this person eats and in what order and it just like, and just always one. You'd be like, where do these ants come yeah. from? What, like, do, and then you'd be like, do I eat this? <laughs> An ant's been all over my cereal. <laughs> I don't know. You know, that would, I think that would really annoy me after a while. Mm. If every time you went for some food, an ant crawled out. That's a good deal for the ant. Uh, I know some insects, uh, they taste with their feet. Is no. an ant one of those insects? Oh, uh, sure. I know a fly is. <laughs> I wonder if, because if an ant is, he's having a great time. He's like, he's in that pack of Doritos. Delicious. All day. Yeah, I'm rewarding my aunt. <laughs> um, but yeah. And he can't we're, die. So we're can't. both going kind of psychological, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make you them do, question their sanity. You do the well. I mean, there was the eyeball one. Oh, yeah, bite on the eyeball. <laughs> bite on the eyeball. That's that's a good. Backup. That's my fail safe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, my only problem with that because I imagine that you only get one ant, and if he kills the ant, no, you can't die. That's what it says. Oh, I did say that. Oh, he cannot die. Superman ant. So, okay, every day he comes home, there's a new Scrabble word on his pillow. He's like, yeah. what is it? Ow, my eye! <laughs> oh, my God! Every my God. day. <laughs> I, I, I like the idea as well that the Scrabble pieces spell out, how's the eye? And he's like, what? <laughs> oh, oh, God! <laughs> uh, okay. Um, that's enough, Oscar. Okay. Let's get into Today I Learned. So now it's time for Today I Learned. Today I learned. This today I learned is by Rami. Ooh, Rami Malik, Oscar winner actor from Bohemian Rhapsody. Yep. Oh, cool. Um. Okay, this is gonna be one of those times where I bring up something just to. You want to have a rant? No, I, I just not too much of a rant. Anyway, let's just. I'll read it to you. <laughs> okay. Today I learned. That if my name is Earl, 
had not been prematurely cancelled, the creator planned to end it with Earl being unable to finish his list, but realising that his original list had started a chain reaction of good in the world. Um, okay. Exactly. It's kind of exactly <laughs> my point. Yeah. <laughs> like, so what? It's like, that is not something... Do you know what would be interesting? Is like, if, um, if the Avengers got cancelled right before the end game, and people are like, did you know that the writers were going to write it back so that they went back in time and then, which is like, I mean, let's be honest, that's yeah. probably how it's going to happen. But, um, you know, and they did some fancy stuff, you know, like this really interesting, intricate story. Yeah. But this is just like, huh. Well, okay. Yeah. I mean, I get like, that seems like a logical thing that could happen. Yeah. That's, that's okay. Like it doesn't, that does not justify it not being cancelled. If you're like, oh, if if only we got to see that. Yeah. Like, it's not that interesting. <laughs> so that, it, it would be like, today I learned if my name if my name was Earl wasn't prematurely cancelled, he was eventually going to evolve into a serial killer. Get- and he marries his sister. Brilliant. You'd be like, what? what? <laughs> like, oh my God, I wish were, I could see that. How were they going to get there? How is that? What a weird tone shift. I don't even understand how the, you know, what is the, does he kill the brother? <laughs> like, so many questions. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That is a very, like, that is exactly, if someone told you the pitch of my name is Earl, yeah. like, guy did a lot of wrong in his life and he almost dies, so he decides he wants to right all the wrongs he did and he makes a list and it's going to go on for seasons and seasons. Yeah. How do you think it'll land? Yeah. You probably go, look, he'll probably, you know, he'll probably start inspiring people to be good by the end, I guess. Yeah. Which is more or less what that exactly. Says. Yeah. It's like one of two things that happens: he finishes his list and he's a great guy. Yeah. Or, or he, you know, the the good is spread. It's like very obvious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anywho, it's like it's that. like if somebody had been like, um. How do you think Lost would end? Like, oh, get off the island. <laughs> and then, you know, you learn, oh, it's a bit different to that. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah. It's just, you've just gone with the plainest thing. <laughs> anyway. Okay. I'm, I, look, I'm sorry. I'm that, sorry I brought that up. No, that's right. You know what, Nelson? Anytime you want, just derail the show. Okay. I often do that. So thank you for giving <laughs> me right. free reign. <laughs> I am going to derail the show later with podnapping. Don't you worry. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, this is by Does the Rower. I think we've had this person before. Yeah, that name sounds familiar. Today I learned that Universal Studios' Jurassic Park The Ride cost twice as much to make as the actual Jurassic Park film. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah, to be fair, um, lasted a while. It only shut down end of last year. That's, that- that's from 94. Jurassic Park came out. Yes. Wait, did you say shut down? It shut down. Oh. Yeah. I was over there recently and it was not open. Oh. Because they are transforming it, Nelson, into the Jurassic World ride. Oh, okay. I bet you you that ride will not cost as much as the Jurassic World movies. Yeah, yeah, I guarantee you that. But I was was blown away by that because I thought, like, the movie would have been super expensive anyway. And Um, the ride is like... So, last time you went, obviously, you couldn't go on it. But have you been to it before? Yes. Because it's just it's not animatronics. Yeah. <laughs> you just go around. There's no like, uh, uh, oh, no, wait. I'm thinking the one in Disney World. Oh, wait, you think the Jungle Cruise? Yeah, maybe you it's just the Jungle Cruise. you just go on a boat around a river? But that's got 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Jurassic. Have okay, you been that's on the Jurassic what Park, Yeah, right? I think I have. I've been on that you're, one too. You're okay. Uh, you're on a Jurassic Park boat. Yeah, that's right. And the tour goes astray. And then dinosaurs. What? Start. Why would it do that? Like, well, That's hey, unlike Jurassic Park. I know, right? <laughs> Normally the park goes fine, everyone yeah. goes home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're like, we approve of the park. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. It's a great idea. Tell <laughs> <laughs> so the sequels are so unentertaining. Yeah, yeah. Just people uh, doing spreadsheets about their end of year finance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, another this year bigger than the last. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's great. We could we we should get more of these dinosaurs. <laughs> um Okay, yeah, I remember. And it also has the, uh, like, the doctor guy is, uh, you know, what's his name? Professor, you know. He, oh, you're talking about He's, uh, like, on the screen and yeah, stuff, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think he's, yeah, there's, like, a... Or his dis- voice, dis- at least. Yeah, no, disembodied voice that kind of comes over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then at the end, uh, spoilers for this uh-oh, ride that uh-oh. is 23 years old. Yeah. At the end is a big T-Rex, and it comes down to rest about you, and you fall down a big, big slope. Yes. Okay, um, but I mean, did you I, survive? No. <laughs> oh shit! Um, Tough ride. I but it, this this is an unprecedented. The movie Titanic cost more to make than the actual ship, the Titanic. So but that, for some reason, I believe that way more. Yeah, because I'm like, yeah, it's like, I mean, the recreation of it especially probably at that time yeah with more limited digitally stuff it would be would cost more to just make it look like it's i wonder sinking. if it's a case of jurassic park costing less than you think it costs so maybe yeah it costs i like, think maybe that's it you know 20 million or whatever and in the early 90s that is a lot yeah yeah but we're used to like 200 million dollar yeah yeah something know, crazy. justice league movies and stuff like that yeah or and even and or the ride was made years and years later i don't actually know when it opened but then inflation was such that it was more expensive than it was in the 90s dollar for dollar without it accounting for inflation more expensive to actually put the ride up right hmm that makes this today i learned way more boring yeah well i'm here to ruin things and especially because i started it thinking that it was that jungle you were thinking of a different ride. <laughs> I went, yeah, I just went straight. You'll to be excited to know that one was. Can you just like, have you been on that one before? The Jungle Cruise. Yeah. Yes. I mean, very recently. If you compare that to Jurassic Park, <clears throat> yeah, not worth it, mate. Well, you'll be very excited to learn, Nelson. Jungle Cruise mm-hmm. is getting its own movie made. I think it comes out next year, starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. What? Yeah, that seems like a him movie. Did you ask that? Him in the jungle. He's, yeah, he's in, he loves wearing a khaki shirt in the jungle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> it's what? He, like, the, he was in the most recent Jumanji, right? Yeah. And yep. he was in in the jungle, right? It's something uh, like Welcome to the Welcome Jungle. Welcome to the Jungle. Uh, Rampage is in a jungle. Rampage. A there, there is a photo, and I'll see if I can find it. It's like four different screenshots of The Rock in a jungle wearing a khaki shirt. <laughs> yeah. and, it, and it says, these are from four different <laughs> movies. <laughs> That's a weird typecast. Right? Me, isn't yeah. It? Yeah. Um. Cool. Any, well, I'll look forward to that one. I guess yeah. is it based on the ride? Yes, it is. It's a Disney movie based on the Jungle Cruise ride. And so then, having known that when we were in Disneyland recently, I was like, "Well, I've never been on it. Let's let's see what it is." Because you know, okay. Pirates of the Caribbean, while not a movie's worth of story, you can see elements that you're like, "Oh yeah, yeah I see where they got that bit of the movie from and stuff." That's yeah, interesting. yeah. This is just animals. Yeah, it's just it's just animals. It doesn't make sense. Wait, aren't there like some uh, witch doctor type 
characters at some point. I was very uninterested. It's so, not a good ride. So maybe there it's was and ride. I just wasn't. <laughs> I was just on my phone. Or yeah. Something. <laughs> <laughs> You're on your phone in Disneyland on a ride like, oh, yeah. this is the worst. <laughs> because I was talking really? to my girlfriend out of going on It's a Small World. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's it's not good. Don't, we're not going to go on. Yeah. 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 I, I have been on it for us and yeah. it's not good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's good. I've, I, as I've learned... Most rides aren't that great yeah. at Disneyland, <laughs> I've decided. Um, all right, Cambe. I guess that's it. Let's get into Shower Thoughts. Shower Thoughts, 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 Shower Thoughts, 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 Shower Thoughts, 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 Shower Thoughts, Thoughts, Thoughts. This Shower Thought is by Verboten Publish. Secretly stealing the can opener from your friend's doomsday bunker is the greatest practical joke of all time. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty uh, good. Yeah. Because, like, your last moments as the nuclear uh, fallout, like, wipes you off the face of the earth, will be right. like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Joe's going to have a laugh. But wouldn't it suck, right, if you would, you would like take it and throw it out or whatever yeah and then as the uh, mushroom cloud it goes up in the sky and you're yeah. running for your life he's like quick come with me into my bunker <laughs> yeah and, and you're you're so panicked you're not thinking about it yeah and he closes the door and you hear the thing go and he's like oh my god we've made it and then you're like oh, wait. oh. <laughs> you're <laughs> not gonna find this funny now yeah but Keep in mind when I was doing it, it was pretty funny. I was very drunk. Um, there's a very real possibility that can opener is obliterated. <laughs> As is All everything <laughs> above this shelter. Um, I, th- I think you would, what you'd do is you would try to avoid having him open the cans for ages. Like, I mean, let's, go for, the the, top stuff let's go for the packet stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those dried mushrooms aren't going to eat themselves. Am I right, guys? Um, and it's not, it, it's that rare thing that is both a, a, a good prank and a very slow and malicious way to murder someone. That's the good thing about it. Because eventually he will starve to death. I mean, you would, you would, you could open it. It'd just be more annoying. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> It'd be far more annoying. Yeah. Um, I like it, though. <laughs> uh, here's another one. Okay. It's by Lagomorphics. Ironically, a blind person has less chance of walking into a glass door. Hmm? Think about that one, Cambo. Wait, why um, is that? Why is that? I ironic? mean, probably more, more of a chance because they can't see. Why is that ironic? Um, is that a, they, is that like a a trope of blind people that I'm no, unaware of, of of seeing people, Camber, people that can see will walk into a glass door. Yeah, I just don't think it's ironic because they. Well, I think it's ironic. I don't know if it is. I think it's like it's interesting and it, you know I I'm going to say it's funny even though I didn't laugh. <laughs> like it's a funny thought, but. You would need to associate someone with something and then have it be the complete opposite. But you're not like, oh, seeing people, they're always running into doors, aren't they? Like, I just don't think it's irony. No, it definitely is. Mm. It's about a about a blind person <laughs> doing the opposite of what a seeing person can do. Yeah, but they do. Like, does. They do that all the time with not seeing. That is the opposite of what a seeing person does. But something that, tr- like, a person right. walks... 
like yeah, yeah, that's a common saying, trick. Yeah. I swear that's irony. Because what, what you're saying is, is it irony? <laughs> what you're saying is like it would be expected that someone that doesn't see where they're going would want to walk into a glass door. But yeah. really, it's the people that can see that walk into a glass yeah. door. Yeah, yeah, I guess it's. But irony. I do yeah. understand what you mean in the sense that there is sometimes things that are classified as irony. Yeah, and and they're not and. So I think there's some things that are coincidence that people say is irony, but then I think there's things that are not a coincidence yeah. and not irony, but it's like the English language hasn't come up with a word right. with what it is. I honestly think there's like a middle ground yeah. that we haven't quite worked out yet. Like um, Natalie Imbruglia's song. Torn. Yes. Is that you the one? You, is that? You, no, wait, it's not Natalie Imbruglia, yeah, You're is thinking... It? You're th- <laughs> You're thinking of Alanis Morissette. Isn't it a run? They're the same person. They're different people. They <laughs> were... Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's... Wait, wait. Let's okay. talk this one out. Are they both women? What you're saying were is... Were they both famous around the same time? You're saying brunette singer from the early 90s. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> both brunettes. I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah. Right. Uh, anyway. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, ironic by Alanis Morissette. Ironic. Some of it is just bad luck. Um, yeah, but that's like Stuck the thing, right? When, when she says, late, that's just bad luck. She, when she's like, uh, it's raining on your wedding day. Yeah. But I think that there should be a word for that. Right. Right. That's not just bad luck. Mm-hmm. It's not irony. It's mm. not a coincidence. Coincidence yeah. doesn't really make sense. Yeah. It, like, it's, what is the word? Yeah. Campy, we could make up this word right now. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll send it into Oxford. Yeah. <laughs> Get them to and the explanation is you know like when it's it's not <laughs> ironic but it's like more it's not you a know what Lana Morissette's like <laughs> it's specifically the rain on the wedding day that's the one we're gonna focus <laughs> yeah, on yeah, yeah. you know how like they'll have a definition and then an example of what it is as yeah. is just the example of what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's no definition <laughs> um, so mm. I, like I, the the example of irony I always think of is the like a, a fire extinguisher on fire. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like the one thing it's meant to protect against it is that has happened to it. Kind yeah. Of thing. That is irony. Yeah. And you're right. And that's an easy irony yeah, one. Yeah. yeah. This is in that middle ground with the word that we haven't quite made up yeah, yet that yeah. we have a definition for. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. Maybe We've it's, got ma- an example maybe, maybe it's Morissetti. Oh. It's, yeah. I don't mind Morissetti. Yeah. It's a little that's bit a little like Morissetti. Moriarty. <laughs> Morissetti. Hmm. Mm. All right, let's go with it. Right. I really just do it. We've invented the term Morissetti. Morissetti. And it's like rain on a wedding day. <laughs> That's all you need to know. Yeah. Is, <laughs> isn't it that, that funny, the lyrics? When it's, you know, raining on your wedding day. Yeah. Isn't it Morissetti? <laughs> doesn't really, doesn't have the right syllables. Mm. We'll have to rewrite also, that song. It'd be weird if she sung it. But <laughs> yeah. solution, get Nelly and Brawley to sing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. She, <laughs> everybody will think it's a You guys Morrison. swap songs. <laughs> that one's hers now, and you can have Torn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right, here's another one. Okay. Uh, this is by Ben Yacobi. Vanilla becoming the default flavor of ice cream is the greatest underdog story of all time. I mean, that's well, a, that's a stretch, isn't it? Yeah. Greatest underdog story of all time. 
Um, Obviously, you've never seen Dodgeball, <laughs> yeah. where the average Joes managed to beat the Cobras oh, in I've that Dodgeball tournament. I've just understood that yeah. whole thing. <laughs> um, I think this is what I would like to challenge you with, mm-hmm. and this person, mm-hmm. is name another flavor that is so middle of the road that it could replace vanilla. Now, I know the argument is, well, that's just because vanilla has always been middle of the road and yeah. we like, you know. But, but I don't think that's totally true mm. because I don't think if chocolate, I don't think chocolate could have like ever been middle of the road, right? It's too rich. Vanilla's like got a bit of, bit of sweetness to it, yeah, but it's well, not too sweet. I always just assumed that when they were kind of developing ice cream or however it came to be. Yeah. They just needed a slight sweetener, and that's just what vanilla is. Yeah, it's just yeah. a slight natural sweetener. Yeah. And they're like, oh, look, it needs something. Put a little bit of vanilla in it. Yeah, that's that's a lot better. And then it was just that for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Until eventually someone's like, it'd be better if it was any other flavor. <laughs> it was, hey, guys, you know how other flavors exist? Yeah. <laughs> Let's just put <laughs> any one of them in. Um, like that. That's always how I assumed that it came to be. Yeah, it's not like all flavors were invented at once, and they were like, <laughs> "But guys, vanilla will be the base one." Yeah, that's, that's not true. how that happened. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It was just the obvious. But I think even then, oh, you know what? I just thought of one actually that I reckon could could replace vanilla in terms of being the standard flavor. Yeah, is green tea. Have you ever had green tea ice cream? No, but I feel like that is far less socially accepted. They're, yeah, but that's only like, because vanilla... Like what I'm saying is, if in the beginning, instead of vanilla, they right. put green tea, uh-huh. I think that would then be like the standard of middle okay. of the road. because it's just kind of nothing. Yeah, yeah. Like if they started with chocolate, right, yeah. and then I think they would um, do vanilla yeah. later on. Vanilla would then still be middle of the road. If they started with chocolate, they never would have done vanilla. They would have just yeah. step back. Yeah, somebody somebody puts vanilla <laughs> hey, and they're like, this is the yeah, worst. You know that thing you like? I made it worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's true. But green tea, green tea, I think you take it over. Okay. But I see, I'm because I'm super lame. That's what I go for. When I want ice cream, like if I want chips, I just get salt. Yeah, so salt you, you chips. get vanilla ice cream. Yeah. So you're well, I'll get green tea ice cream of, of a. Of a Saturday night, you could be eating green tea ice cream and gluten-free bread. <laughs> That's just how... All right, let's not bring up the bread again, okay? <laughs> I've seen my therapist about this for weeks. Uh, he doesn't agree with me either. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll do one more. Sure. Maybe two more. Okay. Who knows? Oh, we'll see what happens. It's a roller coaster. See where this one goes. Um, when... Okay. This is by Z Z Z J B five five four four six, or Z J B five five four four six. There's so much preamble before any one of these. It was like, okay, this one. Uh, let, let me see, let me see here. What have we got? <laughs> you know what? I don't care. Again, like <laughs> I think I established this at the start of the show. Listeners, I just don't care. I care. When you're a kid, you don't realize you're also watching your mum and dad grow up. Mm. Mm? That one is an attempt to be deep mm? that isn't deep. Oh, you don't think it's deep? Okay. No. <laughs> Just do you me think then. that's oh, deep? Do you know what? I'm going to prove you so wrong. The world has proved you wrong. Okay. This one, in fact, I'm just going to quickly check the rest. Yeah. Okay. On no other posts I've had uh, on my uh, little notes, mm-hmm. even the ones that I didn't read, mm-hmm. 
had as many silver and gold really? uh, yeah, gilded uh, um, things. So this one has seven silver and six gold. A lot of people agreed with this one. Okay. Mm, so you're the idiot, Cambo. Um, Think about that. A lot of people Think agreed Aquaman was a fun time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Most people are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I thought this was interesting. Maybe it's just because of the circumstance I had the other day. I was talking to my dad about something, and he was telling me about his uh, his experience uh, when he first started working. Uh, he's working for a greeting card company. And he was like, oh, yeah, I think I was about 23. And I was like, wait a second. This doesn't make sense. This doesn't add up. You've always been older than me. <laughs> and... It was just like, I don't know, like a realization. It's like, obviously, I know my dad has been younger <laughs> because that's how the world works. But until it was brought to my attention, I was like, oh, yeah. Like, and I think I think about things that I uh, understand or, or I think about like my friends having kids, right? Yeah. And they're about the age that my parents did. In fact, maybe even a little bit older. And, and I think about talking to my friends about how they are just learning to be parents, you know, like yeah. like parenting is a thing that you don't inherently know. You have to pick it up and I'm like, my parents went through it. I just thought they always knew how to be parents. So, <laughs> and, and, okay, I, I, I see where you're coming from now. So, because the idea is like, yeah, we do have friends that have kids, but I still perceive them as growing up. Yeah, yeah, that's me. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, see? yeah, I see that a little clearer now. Yeah, yeah. And um, we'll like I think, I think my mind is gonna blur when I get to my fortieth birthday, yeah. because that's when I I remember going to my dad's surprise fortieth birthday yeah. when I was really young, and so that was like the youngest at which I knew his exact age, right? So I think when I get to forty, which is only eleven years away, yeah. not even I'm gonna be like. Holy shit! This is how old yeah. my dad was when so, I remember when I have that memory. Like I think that's so strange. It's so weird that you bring up forty specifically because I also remember my dad's fortieth birthday, mm. and so many people had inundated him. They they had put signs up from our house to where he worked all along <laughs> okay. the road saying uh, Stephen is forty, Stephen is old, yeah. and all, a lot of jokes about being old. Yeah. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, 40 is officially old. Oh, no. Right? That, <laughs> yeah. And that's how I always have my mind. And now I meet people that are 40. And I'm yeah. like, you don't seem that old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't seem that old. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But in my mind, 40 years old. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. I always thought that um, 27 was old for some <laughs> reason. That specific age, I was like, oh, that's when you're old. Yeah. I'm 29. <laughs> this is a problem. Yeah. Um, but Maybe then when you think about it, logically, you're like, well, I'm not even halfway to the average death yeah. of a person. Yeah. Like, you know, what is it, 70 for guys now? 70, 75 or Ish, something? Yeah. Like, I still got... We've got a good innings. we got like, yeah, like six more years, roughly, until I'm half the expected age. Mm-hmm. Like, I, we're theoretically still very young. Yeah, That's boy. Yeah, boy. This podcast going to go for so many more years. <laughs> yeah. Or until Endgame comes out. We're not sure. We're not sure. We need to know how it ends. Exactly. <laughs> we After post credit scene, then we'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, that's it, Gambo. Okay. That's it for Shower Thoughts. Uh, now we can get into podnapping. Oh, oh, my God. I'm being podnapped. Podnapping.
This is uh, Podnapping, where we steal a uh, segment from another podcast that's better than ours. <laughs> it's not, not hard to find one. No. And um, we we nap it, mm-hmm. and uh, it's either it's either a segment or a topic of conversation. Yep. Uh, this week is cambers. Yes, and in fact, I've taken a, a slightly different approach again. Oh, so it started out with, and this is, I'm I'm going to start with a recommendation for a podcast that I listened to. Okay, that, that led me on this journey. Yeah, so I'm going to recommend the podcast Finding Drago, mm-hmm. and it is a podcast in which uh, it it sounds like the thinnest and dumbest premise for a podcast okay but it actually turns into quite an intriguing mystery yeah and it is just completely about this one comedian that discovers a book about ivan drago from rocky Mm four called drago on mountains we stand and this weird like cult following that it has online Uh and this mysterious author that wrote it and they're trying to find the author that wrote this Uh book and it becomes quite a twisted intriguing little mystery okay so i thought i'm not gonna podnap uh finding drago because i think people should listen to it and find out okay i'm gonna podnap the concept of investigative podcasts okay so what i have done nelson i have produced my own investigative podcast yeah okay um now here's the problem yeah i didn't get time to record it all okay i thought you were gonna say i didn't i don't know what to investigate no i was <laughs> no, no. like oh this could be a long pod napping segment <laughs> i didn't get time to record it all okay and you're involved so no. i've just left gaps <laughs> okay uh in which i just i'll get you to do your bit yeah and then i reckon i can get an edit out of this show Oh, Does that make okay. sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy um, peasy, and easy look, peasy. I didn't give you any time to research the subject of the documentary. It's fine. I, know I, I, I must say, it's a serious podcast, by the way. Okay. Um, so if you don't know something, just kind of like make it up or whatever. You know? Okay. I think, I think it'll be... It just talk with authority and I think you'll be fine. I got it. So I started my own investigative podcast. I listened to like two episodes of Serial. I'm like, I get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's easy. I know how to make these. Yeah, yeah. So I started my own podcast about there is a famous Australian cult called The Family, Mm. right? And they live up in the hills of Victoria. Okay. So I thought I would start an investigative podcast about how this came to be. Mm. It's called Family Feud. Now, Nelson, I'm going to play a clip. There will be a point in which you will realize this is your section. Okay. I just want you to to kind of go along with it. I have a feeling I know where this is going, but maybe maybe not. Anyway, Anyway, continue. This is episode one of Family Feud. Consider what it means to be a criminal. Now consider what it means to make somebody else a criminal. The family, also known as the Great White Brotherhood, was an Australian New Age group or cult formed in the mid-1960s under the leadership of yoga teacher Anne Hamilton Byrne. But how did Anne Hamilton Byrne, of course born in 1921, end up leading such a dangerous and influential cult? This is Family Feud. I had to know more about Anne Hamilton Byrne and her teachings. I went to expert on all things the family, Dr. Nelson Allingham, to get a complete history of this cult and all they've done, and this is what he had to say. Yeah, you go. This is your bit. This is my bit. <clears throat> Thank you for um, uh, bringing me on this podcast. Oh, you're welcome. 
Um, so tell us everything you know about the family. Where to start? Um, I mean, this is just such a rich history. Well, you said start. Where, where did it start? Well, start with Anne, mm. obviously, which I think you, mm. you've what? sort of touched on. You've let your listeners know. Yeah, which year? Yeah, 1921. That's no, when, she was born in 1921. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's, the, that's when it started. <laughs> I mean, if you... Look, if you haven't really understood that by now with your mm. research, I mean, you've, you've fundamentally missed the point of the family. Upon further research, we discovered that almost everything that Nelson had claimed was false. Why he would come on a broadcast like this, ill-informed as he was, was a mystery to me. Why would you even go to Nelson Ellingham? That is Dr. Anna Brown, Professor of Criminology at Melbourne University. Nelson, I don't believe, has any expertise in this area, and I'm pretty sure he's not a doctor. In fact, I've listened to the podcast, and he doesn't even seem to know the difference between Sweden and Switzerland. Well, I mean, look, to be fair, that can be confusing, but if he is lied to us, then what do you think we should do? I think you need to get him back on to explain himself. So that's exactly what I decided to do. I sat back down with Nelson and had him explain why he had lied to the nation. Look, look, look. I I don't appreciate being accused uh-huh. of making lies. Right. I said that it started in 1921 because it was all about this woman, which obviously started the family. And I think that maybe you should check your facts, you know? <laughs> it starts with her because... She, her birth was considered almost like the resurrection of Jesus Christ, the second coming. So that's really, and if like you haven't spoken to a lot of the people in the family, but I've gotten pretty close, okay? And I've, I've worked out that mm-hmm. they think that she is, was the second coming. Mm. Obviously, there was that terrible train accident yeah. um, that ended her ended <laughs> yeah, her yeah. life yeah. short. Um, but that you know is really like I know this stuff. Mm. I know. Don't don't and, question me. And well, okay. So one of the claims that uh, Dr. Anna Brown made against you is that you don't have a doctorate. Yeah. Can you say categorically whether you do or don't? I mean, what is a doctorate? Is sort of the question that we need to ask ourselves. What was Nelson trying to hide? Was he working for the family? This investigation had got a little bit off track. How were the family formed? Where did they live? What crimes were they guilty of committing? And why is Nelson Allingham covering up for them? That's next week on Family Feud. So that is the premiere episode of my investigative podcast. Gotta now, say that's like that, that's very that's like spot on produced for one of those <laughs> real investigative podcasts. Thank you. Just like serious music yeah. underneath yeah. with a bit of a. Well, my point is, it's not hard. Yeah, it's not hard at all. Let me tell you, Nelson. <laughs> what I did is I found a royalty free track 
it was called documentary music. Yeah. And then uh, I read a Wikipedia article on Mike. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's, and I started with a question that means nothing. Yeah, yeah. You still always start with a vague question. Yeah. What is the quantity of a human life? <laughs> yeah. This is what we're going to try and find out. <laughs> that means nothing. Yeah. Mm. No, it's, it's good. Yeah. So, so, well, that's good. I can get an edit out of that now and I can put it out. It'll be trending in no time. People love a true crime documentary. Yeah, That's one with a twist. I think I think there's a also a market for um, a completely false creation. <laughs> <laughs> don't you reckon? Like, I think there could be a good... You, you don't ever admit that it's not real, but you just let people figure it out, <laughs> yeah. like, online. It gets too insane. Yeah. They're like, no. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Um, right. and, and so, in fact, if, if people enjoyed that kind of almost mocking of an investigative podcast. I think they will enjoy finding Drago because okay. it is that style of podcast, yep. but it is about something really dumb. Okay, so, yeah. <laughs> so it, it is that kind of uh, that kind of tone. Yeah, yeah. But I think that we, I think we have a knack for producing these kind of mm. uh, soap opery kind of uh, dramatic crime podcast, Nelson. I liked being a doctor. Well, <laughs> well you weren't. Was <laughs> the... oh, it was implied, but there were no facts, Cambo. <laughs> I will be a pretend real doctor if I say so. And can I say the the best part about doing an investigative true crime podcast is you don't even need to work out who did it by the end. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Just it's just speculate the, away. The, the mystery is yeah. the most engaging part. Um all right. Cool. Well, that was a good one. Thank you. I will. Uh, you've you've upped the game a little. Wow. No, actually, no. We said this cancelled out your last one. Yeah. So if people rubbish. remember, <laughs> I, I, I had this uh, prepared, but I had forgotten to send myself because it's it's kind of like a complicated audio file in three parts. Yeah. And I'd forgotten to send it. So uh, two weeks ago, I don't even know. You may not have even realized, but I improvised brilliantly. May not have noticed at all. It's pretty pretty sly. Yeah. Um. Alrighty, well now it's time for Ask Me Anything, where okay. listeners of the show, just like you, listener, can write in and ask us anything you want. Um, we've got two here. Yep, so I got one here from Sophie. Mm-hmm. She says, uh, hey guys, uh, Sophie, I just want to stop you right there. The formal mm. greeting of the show is gentlemen. Mm. We'll let it go this once, but only because we're a few days late on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. That's the only reason. So we, we can't be pulling anyone up, only this <laughs> Yeah, week. yeah, yeah. People get away with everything when they know that. Time to show the world that you're sophisticated people. What's your favorite piece of artwork? Oh, this is easy. I'm not a sophisticated person. <laughs> um, do you have one off the top of your head? Yes. So I will admit, because I do look at the questions beforehand. Yeah. I had to. I had to Google the name of it. But I could picture it, and I knew who it was by. Okay. I had to picture the name of it. Okay. Um, so in high school, we did... Uh, I say we, like you were there. I yeah. did a... Um, a I Renaissance, was there, Gambo. <gasps> a Renaissance. I'm part of the family. <laughs> <laughs> I did a uh, Renaissance history course. Mm-hmm. And through it, we actually studied a lot of Renaissance art. So I really like the Renaissance art. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's like it's very like religious-y and, and whatnot. But I think that... like. Something about that aesthetic I really like. Yeah. And the person I really liked was one of the Ninja Turtles himself, was Raphael. Yeah. I really liked all the paintings Raphael did. So the painting I had in mind is called St. Michael Vanquishing Satan. I'll show you just there. I always thought it was a okay. really cool image. Yeah. Um, kind of an action piece, if you closer. will. Sure. Feel free to Google at home. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty. T- where's the... Um, 
where's the uh, bandana over his well, ass? <laughs> I don't. No, no, he painted it. Oh, he painted yeah, it. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. With yeah, obviously just, bandana on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, it's Saint Michael. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Was it? Was there part of you that it's like <laughs> because it's Michael and he's oh, maybe. vanquishing? Maybe it was Satan? like my early vanity got the best of me. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, that's my name. Yeah. Oh my god. That's why I don't like any art because nothing has been named Nelson. <laughs> it does have Nelson in it. Um. So yeah, I really like that like Renaissance era oil painting. Uh, there's like a lot of frescoes and stuff in churches. I would really love to go there. So okay. either that or dogs playing poker. Yeah, that yeah. one's, that that one's one, good. That one is just, it's one of those ones where everybody's like, mm. I could do that. Yeah, but you didn't. Yeah. See? <laughs> you didn't do it. Yeah. Somebody yeah. thought of that and did it. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Just brilliant. <laughs> um, mine is, okay, if we're going painting, I don't know if I like have a specific one, but I actually kind of, Quite like, um, like uh, impressionist paintings, yeah. um, or Banksy, or Banksy, <laughs> the girl with the umbrella. Bloody love that one. Yeah. Um, but I, th- I think it's just like something about obviously like the style in which it's done. I like that it's just not like straight lines and yeah. and you know it's it's sort of. I don't know, just the way that in which you create that, I think is quite interesting, and and. I so I don't but I don't necessarily like have a particular one. I know there's right. one I can't think of the artist or the name of the piece but but uh hopefully by explaining it people will know it's like there's women with umbrellas and they're by a river I think uh-huh. and there's like some trees and stuff just like in a park or something. Yeah, yeah. You know which one I'm it talking about? It sounds like every impression. It's your, yeah, it's your, you know what there's probably a it's, lot like that. It's well to do Victorian era people <laughs> in, a, in a park. Yeah, that's right. Oh yes, that painting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um but uh, yeah, so I I kind of like those, but but nothing like super stands out to me. Yeah. But I think um, that's fine to have a kind of painting you like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still sophisticated yeah, because yeah, I've yeah, got yeah. a kind. Um, but also there was magic two, eyes. Um, oh, magic eyes! They're so brilliant. Yeah. Um, but there was a few that uh, I was uh, of things I was thinking of. Uh, one I actually really like, and maybe this is just. Um, uh, because of my relation uh, with the artist who is my sort of uncle, like she's he's my godfather. It's not blood related un- uncle. Yeah. Um, he's an artist, and I actually really like his paintings. And he and he generally draws uh, nude women, mm-hmm. um, but they're just kind of very basic. They're not lifelike. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has some really cool ones. That's like. Um, he'll paint the woman in the middle, and then has these like big bold letter letters that like will like says sex or something like yeah. that and just sounds kind um, of provocative that was really yeah yeah that's kind of a, that one probably maybe even misportrayed a little bit like maybe one is like smile or something like <laughs> they're not always super provocative yeah. aside from the naked person but um yeah there's just like a certain style about it there's this one that he did sort of recently where he drew these women in different colors but over the top of each other and it's just like really interesting because you can stare at it for a while and sort of see each image. It's kind of like a magic guy. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, yeah, I, I really quite like his work. But yeah. maybe that's just because I know him and I've been able to speak to him about his style and kind of like his creativity behind it and some of the artwork that he's like, 
you know, some of the like phases that he's gone through. So maybe, yeah, it's not as good judge, but I think he's quite good. Yeah. And he's, and he's pretty successful for himself. Um, but the other thing I was going to say is this might sound lame, but I think the artwork that I appreciate the most is TV and movies. Right. Yeah. yeah. If you want to classify that in the same realm. Yeah. Like I think, there are certain, like for example, actually the best example I have is this as a TV show being art is um, is Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. I think that show is like so brilliant because it's almost like, in fact, um, you know, art. You sort of could argue that it's uh, good. Good art um, elicits emotion, right? So. And I think that Breaking Bad does that really well. You yeah. know, it can make you feel an emotion by not much at all. Like, in fact, there's sort of like still frames of that you could take from the show that would probably give you just emotion just from looking at a, yeah. a, a single frame. And so I think that, yeah, like if I if I was really, um, I don't know, truthful about what art I appreciate the most, it's like it's TV and movie and it's something like Breaking yeah. Bad because yeah. I think it's it's brilliant. That um, okay, I, I, will rec- I will recommend something in that vein. Uh, and, and this is uh, just, even just visually, it's probably the best looking film I've ever seen. And it's just like visual art is the movie uh, The Assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. So it came out a couple yeah. years ago. It's got Brad Pitt as Jesse James. Yep. If you've never even heard of it, just just YouTube the opening sequence. It's one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. Right. The music, the narration, uh, the visual style, everything mm. about it. And again, like I said, if you pause it at any point, yeah. that would be a great picture to hang on your wall. It's yeah. just it's it's that good. Yeah, yeah. Also, um, I mentioned that I really like Renaissance art, and in fact, this ties back to Reddit. There's a great subreddit uh, that you should look up called Accidental Renaissance. All right. In which uh, it's a group because Renaissance paintings are always like groups of people like huddling over each other and stuff like that. Yeah. Where photographers have just accidentally caught people in poses that look like Renaissance paintings. So yeah. It's very yeah. Funny. That's true. Yeah. I've seen that. That's pretty funny. Also, to relate that to another post back to what we were talking Jeez, about. This is, is going to go another circle. <laughs> is there's accidental Wes Anderson. Oh, yes. Yeah, which yeah. is <laughs> same sort of thing. If you know Wes Anderson's uh, style of yeah, movie, beautiful. people take uh, a lot of like pastel covers. Yeah, very A lot uh, of symmetry. Symmet- yeah, symmetrical and, framings and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so then, yeah, that, that brings it back to movies, right? And he has a very, like, artful way of, yeah. of showing things. And yeah. uh, Wes Anderson's a great example, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he really is. Like, almost all his films, I think, is, is sort of like artistry. And, Nelson, yeah. we sound so bloody we are sophisticated. S- we sound like the biggest wanks <laughs> in the world. I was a little bit hesitant to bring it up because I knew how wanky it sounds. <laughs> but I still, I will still argue with anybody that that's, yeah. uh, you know, good good form of art. Yeah. Uh, but not everything. I mean, you know, in it's a way, like, like Aquaman, not not in, art. In a way, Nelson, I think podcasts are art. Not mm-hmm. this one, obviously. Uh, did you say art or fart? <laughs> Got all podcasts. Got all one. of them. Because <laughs> fart. <laughs> anyway, here's a uh, here's one from uh, Rowan, cousin Rowan. Well, gentlemen, like cousin fart. <laughs> oh, got him. Um, got all cousins. <laughs> Gentlemen, it's quite late. Sorry. Thank, thanks for this. It's not even that. It's eight thirty. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> thanks for the travel tips. Funnily enough, the conference I attended was in Fed Square. 
which I had never been to. Mm. It was actually a cool open space <laughs> to hang out in. So for all the Eiffel Tower and Fed Square <laughs> bashing, I suggest listeners look elsewhere for travel advice. <laughs> Well, but did he use our travel advice? Yeah, that's what I want to know. You said just deal with it. And also, (laughs) you've been to Fed Square, but has he been to the Eiffel Tower? Hmm? He might hate that. Also, okay. I mean, I haven't been to the Eiffel Tower. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And and let let me back up again, because I I have kind of doubled and tripled down on my hatred for Fed Square. You can't can't back up now. Um, There's no... no He's right. It, it is quite a, a nice area. I just think the building itself is kind of... Yeah, cool. he was talking about like the space, yeah. I guess. Or yeah, people yeah, hang yeah. out there. There's some cool stuff. But there. still, the building is not that bad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> In a way, no. I like how you did that passive. It goes... Mm-hmm. 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 I mean, I guess that's what you think. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, he said, I've been re-watching some of the Underbelly series. Okay. For those who don't know, it's about the crime families in Australia. Yes, of which there are surprisingly a large amount. Yeah, yeah, We yeah. have a lot of crime. Which, which no Australian really knew until the Underbelly series came yeah. out. We're like, oh, there's a lot of crime in Australia. Yeah, yeah. Um, Melbourne, where we're from specifically, mm. a lot of crime. A lot yeah. of crime. Families. I mean, not so much anymore. No. There still exists a bit, but this um, is the this bad days of the early two thousands. Yeah, yeah. This was like the kind of peak point of, of crime families, yeah, late and, 90s, and when early it all like when that. it all hit a hit a head. Uh, anyway, uh, so AMA seventy four point zero. If you were an underworld figure, which of the following would you be, and why? Crooked cop, pimp, drug dealer, standover man. Ooh. I don't know what a standover man is. That like a, a is that like a is that like an assassin dude or something? Standover man, I believe, are people that kind of shake down uh, uh, businesses and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I, I, that's be, actually what I meant. Be a shame I, if something happened, uh, you know. Something yeah, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I said assassin, but I I actually meant that. <laughs> I know I know assassin doesn't sound anything uh, like that, but that's what I was thinking. This is unrelated uh, tangent, but there's a really great old Monty Python sketch in which two standover men from the mafia shake down the army. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I do remember seeing the that. Office, like, you got some nice looking tanks out there. <laughs> Shame of some map into them. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Um, I think you and I could be standover men, like because there's always two of them, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. That's there's always true. the one that stands behind, like mm. the muscle. Yeah. And then there's the the weaselly guy that talks to him. Can I be the one that eats the burger and drinks the drink? Yeah. So uh, are you the guy that doesn't say much? You stand there behind, and then I'm at the counter being like. Friend Nelson here, you know. I don't want to. Don't want to have to bring him in. I was thinking about Pulp Fiction, and I was more like you're, telling sem- you're thinking about assassins again. No, but they, they're, they're <laughs> yeah, at that yeah, moment. Yeah. I mean, they end up killing them all. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. But they're, they're meant to be standing for a minute at that point, yeah. right? Yeah, they're a bit, little from column A, little from column B. Yeah. <laughs> um, because I like that he just got to eat that guy's burger. That's true. I feel like I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could eat somebody's burger and be intimidating yeah, at the same okay. time. Okay, you're, so you're the, the Sam Jackson, I'm the John Travolta. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. We both have bad hair. Yeah. You end up dying. Oh, spoilers, Nelson. Oh. Some people haven't seen that movie from 1992. Well, he also eats the burger, so <laughs> take that. Wow. Um, I think we could be a pair of standover men. I think I, I think we'd do it in a way that like we would just be annoying. <laughs> <laughs> like we'd just be always around. Mm. Like it would our methods would maybe take longer mm. than average. Mm, but the results would be the same. But exactly. You get be, the same result but a longer wait. 
<laughs> so is that not better? Yeah. I mean, then you obviously don't have any like, you know, uh, criminal convictions on your hand necessarily. Yeah. Like it'd be weird if they like, called the cops like, oh, these guys are so annoying. Like they're not going to come over, <laughs> are they? That's true. That's a good tactic, maybe. Yeah, yeah. What are they doing? Oh, they're leaving scrabble pieces on my pillow <laughs> that say dickhead. <laughs> um, I think I could also be a crooked cop. Oh, I could easily be a crooked cop. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, being a cop, I feel, probably just sucks to begin with. Mm. And it would be so easy to take bribes. Mm. So easy. And all the the thing that... Do you know what they do, right? Yeah. Criminals, they give you money as a cop and you don't have to do anything. That's the <laughs> best part of it. It's like, hey, don't do your job. Pfft, please, I'm already not doing my job. Why don't I just <laughs> take some money and not do my job? <laughs> Can I point out, Nelson, at one point, I don't know if we've ever uh, historically said this on the show, but at one point you went for a job with the Australian police. Not as a police officer. But but even so, I think mm. that if that chance were to come again, I think the police do research lucky into I, people. Lucky I didn't get that yeah, job. <laughs> if you went for it again yeah. and they just pick this episode, and you're like, oh, I'd be a crooked cop. have <laughs> money for nothing. Yeah, yeah. But then I'd pay them off because they're probably <laughs> crooked. They'd be oh, like... Oh, the cops are crooked. They'd be like, hey, I remember when you got to that point in the podcast and you'd say you'd pay us off. So... <laughs> It, 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 I think crooked cop would depend what city I'm in. If they're okay. like, you're a cop, you're assigned to Gotham City. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to be a crooked cop. Yeah, There's yeah, yeah. so much crime. I'm never going to take down the Joker. Batman's got covered. Yeah. I'll be a crooked cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all crooked. And, and theoretically, is Jim Gordon not a crooked cop because Batman is outlawed yeah. and he helps him? Mm. So even the good cops are crooked cops. In the... So you take bribes from the mafia yeah. and help Batman. Yeah. What's, what is wrong? Tell me what's wrong with that. I'll tell you what's wrong with it. Bloody yeah. nothing. 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 Nothing, mate. <laughs> um, pimp? No. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not as interested in that. No, me neither. Really? What, what was the third one? Uh, and uh, drug dealer, I nah. think. No, I, no, I couldn't I'd do that either. Yeah, stand-up man. No, I would be the mafia boss. That's me. Oh yeah, that's, I'm the big one. You've got. That's true. You've got the um, tenacity. I would say. <laughs> um, okay, that's that. And the show. <laughs> Thanks for writing in, cousin Rowan and Sophie. Uh, if you would like to write into us, you can do so. Reddit podcast r e a d i t podcast yep. at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can also reach us on Facebook, yep. at Twitter, yep. and our subreddit. Ooh. They're all R-E-A-D-I-T podcast. Um, and if you could rate and subscribe us, that would be super duper. Yep. Um, if you want to write in with your What's the Morissetti, okay, yep. I'd like to hear more Morissettis. Yeah, yeah. I, I would also enjoy that. Also, if you, if you feel like being generous and you want to recommend the show... Maybe act as a standover man to one of your friends. Yeah. And be like, oh, maybe you should listen to Reddit on Reddit. Hey, if something happened to you. Put Scrabble pieces on their pillow. <laughs> it says Reddit on Reddit podcast. <laughs> listen now, please. Yeah, if your- you've got enough pieces, obviously. <laughs> and then then leave a little bit of space and then how's your right? <laughs> <laughs> dot, 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 dickhead. <laughs> That's the Cover perfect- all bases. It's <laughs> the perfect prank. <laughs> uh, that's it. Thanks for listening again. Oh, oh.
We're back. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we will read you later.